Duo Vault. Oh, oh, I'm afraid to trust the razor that close to my face! Opens now. Did Richard Patrick filter? Am I calling too early? No, not at all, man. Not at all. It's always better a little early than late, right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm excited. <laughs> Who wants to show up to the party late? Early kind of guy, you know huh? <laughs> I hate being late. I was late earlier today on a podcast with somebody, and I feel terrible about it. I was like, I'm in tour mode, so yeah. I'm in the back of the bus hanging out. Sure. No, it's, it's totally, I would imagine, you know, being on a tour and you're pulled every which direction, I think people can kind of understand if you're a little late, right? You are You are the yeah. feature after all there, Richard. You know, well, no, I mean, I'm the opener, so I've got to be available for all the other people. Yeah, right. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you. Hey, taking some time here today. Uh, appreciate it. I'm glad we're able to get a moment with you as obviously, you know, you and your band filter. You guys are up and running full cylinder. It, it looks fantastic. Everything you guys have been. Well, just seeing from afar uh, via social media, everything you guys have been in. Crowds are showing up for you. It looks like an absolute blast so far this summer for you. Yeah, it's really great because, like you said, the crowds are, are there. Yeah. You know, everyone's pretty much all there by the time we walk on stage. So it's just amazing. You know, we're and we're getting great reviews and the record, the algorithm's getting great reviews. So it feels like we're on top of the world again. It's really exciting. It's got to be pretty reinvigorating, yeah? I mean, we all went through yeah. the year of what was 2020, a lot of uncertain, all that stuff. I mean, we just doubt that that stuff, you know kind of tossed to the side, it's got to be exciting to to get out, get this new record, and then show up to a crowd like that uh, every day, every other day. It's got to be awesome. Uh, it's, it's fantastic. It's a dream come true. Dream come true every day. It's, it's a great I'm thing. Living, I'm living the rock and roll dream every day. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And so many years later for you, too, man. I mean, you know... You know, young pup to this game, that's for sure. It's It's got to it's gotta feel yeah. great to, to kind of get back out and, and get to it. Inspiring. I am... A 55-year-old man still doing this stuff and having a blast doing it. So, yeah, it's awesome. When you when you kind of started kicking around with music as a kid, you probably had no idea, yeah? What was ahead of you? The, I mean, I the plan was always to be where I'm at okay. today. You yeah. know? I mean, it, the, when I was nine, I was pretty much like, okay, I know what I want to do. So I just kept at it all the way through my teen years and, and I met I met Mr. Trent Reznor, and uh, that really excelled everything. And um, next thing you know, I'm 1993. I'm putting out my first record. I'm yeah. working on my first band, you know, yeah. my first real record by myself. And put it out. It goes platinum. Put another one out. It goes platinum. And then you know, everything just kept going from there. What would you say, uh, kind of with that, and, and having you know the career that you've had? Was getting there harder or was maintaining it over the years? Is that more of a challenge? I think maintaining it's more of a challenge. Sure. I think, you know, the industry has changed so much. And, you know, people listen to different music. Yeah. So you have to really kind of try and hang on to the crowd that you have. Um, but, like, if you just, you know, if you if you make great music, then things should wind up, you should wind up on top. And I hope that's what happens with the algorithm because, it's, it's a very special record, and I'm really proud of it. And I and I feel like it's really good. And um, you know, I'm hoping that it takes me takes me as far as we can go. 
I, uh, I've been getting a lot of uh, when we were going to kind of set up this interview, even when we got uh, the first track that uh, you were uh, getting out to everybody through industry people. I remember hearing a lot. Well, Kilo was one of the first stations to take a chance on filter. Are you guys located in Colorado? Springs? Colorado Springs. Yeah, this is Kilo in Colorado Springs. Yep. Y- you broke me. Yeah. <laughs> you, you broke you broke filter in 1995. It's crazy. You, you played something off the Demon Knight soundtrack. Uh huh. It was the 11th song, and you played it on the air, and the crowd, the, you got crazy phones. And yeah. the next thing I know, three weeks later, we were added to 40 stations. Another three weeks later, we were added to 100 stations. Crazy. Uh, you know, and it was wild. So you actually, I owe my career to you. That's rad, man. You know, a lot of people were telling me that. Obviously, I was uh, I grew up here, so I was a listener at that point. I remember all the early filter days, no doubt about it. I've been working here now for for many, many years. But throughout the building, we got a lot of the early like we got this giant. It's it's uh, I guess you could say it'd be like a promo poster of sorts, but it's made out of wood. It's this giant short bus uh, cover. <laughs> it's it's oh, it's wow. insane. Yeah, we have it. I mean, it's it's not going anywhere, man. It's it's nailed to the side of one of our production studios. I mean, we have a lot of early uh, filter promo material that, that came through at that time. And I remember uh, that. So I remember those days. Obviously, I was kind of educated to the fact that, you know, yeah, Kilo was was the first and, and really kind of broke and carried. How is that feeling? Now, it's one thing I'm assuming for an artist for the first time hearing your material on the radio. But how is it knowing that your material is being played out there on the radio and you're not... You're not necessarily plugged in right then, especially that day and age. You know, you're not there to hear it. Your your ears not to that speaker uh, as it's so many states away. Is that kind of a wild feeling, knowing like, wow, somewhere out it, there, my song is taken off? It's incredibly gratifying. Sure. You guys started playing. See, they weren't really like the record company was unprepared that the song was going to take off the way it did. Yeah. And they were like, "Hurry up and finish the record." So it was, it was the song literally by itself, like was, and you guys propelled it to like this astronomical like thing happening without anybody really, you know, without any real radio promotion behind it. They were just kind of like, they ducked, you know, like we took off and they, and they were like, Oh my God, you know, hurry up and finish the record. So like, it's incredibly gratifying because there were some people that were like, you know, like, oh, you're going to make it no matter what because you were in Nine Inch Nails. And it wasn't really a fact that I was in Nine Inch right. Nails until later on. No one knew that it was Richard Patrick from Nine Inch Nails. They, sure. They were just playing Hey Man, They Shot because it was a great song. Yeah. So it was incredibly vindicating for me because, you know, I, did, I don't I didn't want to like ride Trent's coattails. Of course I not. to like make it on my own, you know? Yeah. You took that dive and yeah, so that that's one of the cool things too. I, I think one of my what's that going on? I love but but I love Trent. I'm not saying anything oh, no. bad, but at the time yeah. that's the way I felt. Absolutely. No, and I mean rightfully so. I mean, look, I mean, there was there was a good stretch of time there too, where you know, Nine Inch Nails was its own thing. They didn't even know who Trent was, to be honest with you. He obviously that's <laughs> changed over the years, but Nine Inch Nails was its own thing. I mean, you just knew of, at least I can only speak from experience as a kid growing up listening to it. I didn't know who the members were. That didn't really matter. It was just this new raw thing that was kind of coming out. And yeah, to kind of yeah. break away from that and to take it on your own. And is it, I mean, I guess, is that a testament to that sometimes in many cases, an artist just needs one chance, just needs that one opportunity uh, to get out there. You can back in promo money and, and be ready to go for a million and one different ways. But 
you know, at the end of the day, if someone gets their one opportunity, you got to you got to seize it. You got to take it. And there's a little bit of luck behind that. Yeah. I mean, it was basically you guys were compelled based on the song yeah. itself to play it on the air without really getting a lot of people saying like, I mean, literally, it was the 11th song on the record, the Demon Knight soundtrack. Wow. So literally, like, <laughs> you were just like, someone had listened to it Someone dug deep, through, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 you know, had it on in the background and then found out, like, wait a minute, I like that song. Let's see what happens if I play it on the radio. Yeah. And literally, that's how we made it. Like, it wasn't someone saying, you got to play filter, you got to play filter, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um... So it's incredibly vindicating. It's awesome. And and I, and I just remember like, because of you guys, then it, all the other stations started playing it. So when I went back from mixing the record in Detroit, I went back to Ohio and WMMS was playing it. And it was amazing. I was like, and I I heard it for the first time in my friend's truck. Sure. And my friend was like, Scott Kern, he goes, you you haven't heard yourself on the radio yet? <laughs> and I'm like, nah, this is my first time. And it was like amazing. This just the feeling of just total gratitude and just like, wow, this nah, it's, that's that's awesome. What man. they say. Like if you if you work really hard, good things will happen. For sure. You know? And that's that's hopefully what you know, what it's all about. Testament you know? to that. And that's one of the things I think I'm proud of. As like I said, I grew up here, so I've been listening to Kilo since I was a young kid and kind of shaped who I kind of became in terms of like my interests and stuff. But that was one cool thing about Kilo back then. And, you know, in many ways, we're still trying to push back on the court. We are not in many ways. We are. We push back on the corporates. We we feel it's a way that can be done is it's all about just taking the chances on artists and and see where it shakes from there. Right. I mean, being told what to play and how many times you should play it and all that crap kind of can be put to the side. It's kind of pointless after a while. Well, how how are people going to find stuff that that's out there that, sure. that, that isn't being pushed, but is really good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Is it going to, is it going to have to be TikTok? Yeah. Is it, it going to have to be some random video on TikTok going viral? You right. know what I mean? Yeah. What makes it, you know what I mean? It, to, to, to me, it's like the, the, you're the curator of, 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 of so much amazing music out there that, that when you, when you kind of break something open, you're, you're, you're doing a favor for the world. Yeah. You're putting something awesome out there. That's, that's, that would maybe have been not discovered. How many, seriously, how many bands are out there that have, that are amazing that have never been discovered? Sure. And that's the thing. Right? Yeah. So, you know, you're, you're, it's in radio is incredibly important to me. Very yeah. important. Likewise. And yeah, it, it seems to be, you know, and, and it's tough too. It's resilient because I think radio over the years has kind of been kicked around and, and pushed aside and they've done everything they can to try to leapfrog it. And heck, well, I remember yeah. my first day when I went to, when I was in college for radio, uh, it was said to me, Hey, this uh, radio, you know, traditional radio, AM, FM probably won't be around in another five, six years because of iPods and streaming and all this. And I'm sitting there like, what the hell are they talking about? I mean, I'm going on now. I mean, this is my 18th year in radio and they couldn't have been more wrong. I think it is. It's resilient. People still want to, people are still attracted to it. And I think the artists too still see that Avenue as a, as a good way to, to be heard and, and get out there. Yeah. I mean, if I own a Tesla, 
and and it has Spotify and yeah, Apple Music and exactly. all that stuff. But it also just added radio stations, like right. digital radio stations over the internet. So you can dial in any radio station. Right. Like I can dial in you, I can dial in someone from Texas or someone from Maine or sure. you know, someone from London or, you know, so it's, so they're making them available, Yeah, you know, and, uh, that's a way you can stay hooked up to your favorite radio stations. I mean, it's, it's awesome. You know, yeah. I, I, radio, radio is always going to be king in my world. Like, in, 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 you know, I mean, it's, it sucks that MTV isn't there anymore. But, sure. I agree. You know, Cause that was another great avenue to be created. Of course it was. But then again, you have, but then again, you have YouTube. Yeah. You know, yeah. Our fans can directly see what we're doing if they just go to official filter on YouTube yep. to find out what videos we're making, you know? So, I mean, it's both good and bad, but you know, For it sure. takes a lot of, it takes a lot of promo. Like, you know, some, my friend Sam Penez just taught me how to make reels on Instagram. Cause that's the only way you get new followers. Yeah. It's always something you know? new. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, and he said, and, and shorts on YouTube is the next big thing. Yeah. Right. Right. So always another know, one coming. Man. Well, thank you. That's right, man. The Power yeah. Radio. The Power Radio is awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's yeah. that's really cool. I'm kind of glad to get that backstory behind it all because everyone came at me real quick like, oh, no, you guys broke Filter back in the day. I remember hearing yeah. Filter on this very radio station, but I, I didn't know all the backstory. It's pretty awesome. It makes sense now. Yeah, it's it's a it's a I'm honored to be back on your radio station. Right. It really means a lot to me. It's Killer. incredibly uh, rewarding and, and I'm, I'm very happy. Richard Patrick here of Filter. Uh, another thing I kind of want to ask, and I'm taking this back a little bit, being a listener for so long. Take a picture. The success of Take a Picture. That song, it's timeless. It, it has already, you know, done its due and standed the test of time. Actually, I just uh, it, it randomly pulled up for me the other day, and just such a classic song. Now, when that song and that success. Does that kind of send you down a rabbit hole uh, back in those days because you had already all the material that Filter was kind of best known for? You you went a little bit to the side with the sound of Take a yeah. Picture, and that kind of blew up for you. Is that is that kind of sends you in a rabbit hole that does, you don't feel like maybe it fully represented uh, who you were as a band, or is that just the kind of success you will take uh, at any given point? Well, it was weird because the record company was definitely like, you know, okay, you're going to alienate your heavy metal fans. Right. And I'm like, but we're not heavy metal. We're alternative rock. Right. We're, sure. We're modern. We're modern rock. And they were like, okay, that's what you think. And, and so they were, they were like, this is a big departure. You know, are you sure you want to go down this road? I'm like, it's the way I feel like take a picture is, is, is just another side to my writing style. Right. It's, it's just another I mean, when I wake up, I'm not in a heavy mood sure. every day. Right. Like the, 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 the one thing that's kind of special about filter is that we are willing to go like to different places sonically and, you know, take a picture is probably the heaviest song I've ever written in the sense of its subject matter. I mean, I was yeah. a terrible alcoholic at the time that I was writing it and it was a total cry for help. And the, 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 the music was supposed to represent how drugs and alcohol made me feel. And then the lyrics were like the reality of the situation. Could you take my picture? Cause I won't remember. It's all about like, and Hey dad, what do you think about your son now? As he, as he comes to, to jail to bail me out of jail. Right. You know, like, 
it was extremely heavy duty uh, subject matter. And, and it was an important song for me. But I mean, you know, to this day, I mean, we play it at, at Freaks on Parade and we're getting a great reaction. Oh, yeah. You know, like like people are crying like during like because I added this new line. Hey, son, what do you think about your dad now at the end of the song? And I've seen people like tearing up, wow. on it, you know, and I'm like. And I'm like, I kind of make fun, like, you know, like, did I just give you a case of the feels? Are you okay out there? <laughs> and then I remind him, I'm like, but there's another side to filter, and that's the heavy side. And cool. go into Welcome to the Fold and just pummel them with that, amazing, with that amazingly heavy song. Absolutely. So, so, but that's the thing. I mean, when you, when you listen to the algorithm, our new record, uh-huh. there's you know, a bunch of heavy, fun songs that are great to like drive to. But at the very end, there's like two really beautiful, mellow songs that kind of represent the other side of my life, which is tender. You know what I mean? Uh And I'm not afraid to admit that like I have some tender moments in my life, you know, that I care about. Well, I think that's the genuine and honest part that, I mean, I think I can speak for myself as fans kind of attract to your band. I mean, you're, it's about as raw as it gets, man. I think you've always been very upfront and honest and I think that's worked in your favor. My shtick, if there is a shtick, is that I'm honest. Yeah. That I'm 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 truly, truly speaking the truth. You know, it's it's not, it's 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 you know I'm 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 just an honest songwriter. And yeah. That's that's where I come from, and and some of it's angry, some of it's light, some of it's heavy, some of it's political, some yeah. of it's you know topical. Um, but I mean, I'm genuinely being as real as I possibly can. And that's what I think is, is important in music. Absolutely. Talking here with Richard Patrick of Filter Course Saturday, Fiddler's Green Show, Freaks on Parade Tour, Zombie Cooper, Ministry Filter. When I heard of this tour, one, I thought it was great. I remember catching Zombie and Cooper in the past. But the best part about this tour, to me, uh, was you guys in ministry. I thought that was such a great way uh, to get these shows up and started. And really, in many ways, I'm sure, kind of the intention was a great way to get people to enjoy and get in early. Uh, because, you know, you got such heavy hitters to open up the day between you and and uh, ministry we got this new track uh which is obliteration talk a little bit up of this new track obliteration coming off uh the algorithm uh latest record available now there richard obliteration is about addiction and it's about how how just heavy that is 95 percent of us die from addiction man five percent five percent make it and live and uh, we are up against uh, incredible odds. And I just want people to know that, like, if, if you feel like you have a drinking problem, then you probably do. And believe in yourself because you can beat it. You can totally beat it. And that's what the kind of the premise is behind that song is, like, you just feel, like, hopeless. And, yeah. Um, so obliteration, it's, it's, just, uh, it's just an honest look at what it was like when I was an alcoholic troubled and 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 uh negative did you find that obviously writing music and, and being creative kind of worked you through everything i know it you know, when it comes to those kind of things it is an everyday thing i'm sure it's one of those things you still you know deal with on a daily and, and pushing through and and trying to do better but does this creative outlet did that give you an opportunity to kind of get on the right path to things uh creativity is huge but you have to like you have to just adhere to a program of recovery sure. and really take it seriously like you can't cheat you can't 
you can't go out and have beers and right. think you can come back. You, yeah. You'll end up being worse than you were. So you have to like be honest with yourself. It takes a, you have to be rigorously honest. Um, but definitely creativity, you know, my creativity has been huge as far as relief, you know, from, from, you know, the, the average daily grind. Cause you know, I don't feel comfortable unless I have something like musically going on in my computer yeah. or something at my studio. Right. That's interesting. You know, I feel weird. I feel left out or I feel like I'm not being productive. And, um, so I always, I always, I always have to be creative. That's definitely my outlet, you know, and you know, it took seven years to make this record, but I also do movie scores. And that's another huge uh, departure when it comes to creativity. Sure. It's, it's amazing. It's, that's amazing work too. I so bet. The best thing to do is just find something you love and do it to death. Yeah. Just do it. Do it until you can't do it anymore. Yeah. That you've always struck me very much as a creative mind. So then kind of leading in to uh, what would become the algorithm and maybe really just in general, when you're working on material, you're kicking around ideas, you're in the studio. Do you know when something is, is for filter? I mean, are you like, Oh, that's a filter song or is everything kind of fair game when it, when it comes to you working on material? Well, the beautiful thing about filter is, is it's literally anything I want it to be. Sure. That's, Cause that's what, that's what take a picture proved Right. To me was that, listen, you can do Hey Man, Nice Shot, and you can do this reckless kind of crazy record short bus, but then you can go and do something totally beautiful and produced, like take a picture. And so I, I, I even wrote a song that sounded exactly like an Army of Anyone song. Yeah. And I was going to get the DeLeo brothers to work on it, but then I decided, screw it, I'll just do it. And I got Ray Luzier to play drums on it. And the yeah. song is called Summer Child. Yeah. And it's on the algorithm. Yeah. Cool. And and so I'm I'm like I'm like even an army of anyone type song could be used as a filter song, you know what I mean? And it does stand out uh on the record. But like, you know, it's all fair game. And I I I I the the movie score has, you know, the sound design and all that stuff really inspires me to make more filter music. Because I'm always like in the middle of the movie, like, okay. When I get done, I'm going to start a whole new song based off of this bass sound. Cool. You know, like, I'll, 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 I'll like save that bass sound for a filter song later and then yeah. use it later and then and get double usage out of it. You got to be economical, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Forward thinking at all times. You know, you got to be economical. That's great. Richard Patrick here of Filter. Uh, we catch you Saturday, Fiddler's Green. Seems like everything's been going so well for this tour. Like I said earlier, uh, just kind of following you on socials and kind of being on the outside looking in. It just it seems like this band is firing on all cylinders yet again. And uh, it's a show worth catching. And this record is so good, man. Algorithm is just a solid return to form uh, for you, Richard and uh, Filter. I'm excited to see where this kind of carries uh, from this point forward. You obviously get the big summer uh, tour out of the way, and now I'm assuming just plans to be busy between, well, the end of this year into next? Yeah, we're going to Europe. We're going to Australia. Like, we've got a whole bunch of stuff planned, but make sure you get there early because it's it's worth it. Like, yeah. in ministry, and then Alice Cooper, and then Rob Zombie. It's fantastic. It's a great bill. It's like, and the tour is doing really well. Really is. And it's also, it's really awesome that everyone's showing up early to see us. 
that's a real because you know sometimes when you're in a support band right people don't show up for the support band right but like everybody's showing up we're having our the crowds all in by the time we get on stage for sure it's 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 really like a dream come true because you know we love rob we love ministry ministry is like one of my all-time favorite bands so good alice cooper you know alice cooper and we're all buddies yeah you know like hey alice what's up today man (laughs) you know like it's so wild hey alice what's shaking how you feeling you know hey hey rob what's going on hi rich you know blah 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 you know it's awesome yeah yeah you know that would be this Saturday, Fiddler's Green. I kind of knew it too when I saw the packaging of that tour. I was like, it makes it's such a smart decision. I don't know, if, you know, who the person that that puts all that together, whatever the case may be, but I knew it immediately. Such a smart decision to grab you and Ministry to kind of open that up because, yeah, I mean, I can't wait to get there early. I, I'm I'm looking forward to. I'm usually yeah, I'm usually one just like you with interviews. I like to get there early uh, for shows just to catch yeah. the whole scheme. I mean, obviously, get your hardware, hard earned money. Uh, from through and through, but yeah, what a great tour that is rolling in Richard. Thank you, man. I can't appreciate enough uh, how much uh, taking some time and and uh, excited. And thank, thank you for all the backstories, man. And let's let's keep this thing alive for another uh, kilo going on forty five years here this year. Uh, independent radio That's station, awesome. yeah. So it's, it's artists like you, though. I mean, again, back to you know kilo taking chances on artists back in the day. I mean. That's what's kind of kept this radio station alive as well is is having the opportunity to have that personal touch and get in touch with these artists. So that's awesome, man. Thank you so much for yeah. having us, man. I really appreciate it. And thank you for kicking off my career. I really appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you, man. Safe travels. And uh, we'll see you Saturday at Fiddler's Green. Awesome. Saturday. We'll see you.